Hello and welcome to Housewives and Me, a podcast about why we love the real housewives. I'm your host, Connor Bean, and thank you so much for joining me. Welcome back, welcome along, whether it's your first time or your umpteenth time joining the show. I'm very grateful to have you here and love all the support that you've been giving the last little while. Now, the last few episodes, I have been delving into trailers and premieres for some of our favourite housewife cities. Today, I'm getting straight to the good stuff, going straight into an interview that was so much fun to do and had me howling to the point where I almost had to, I contemplated cutting out the amount of laughing I was doing when I was editing. I was like, should I mute my mic? I was like, no, I really did laugh that much. So I need to leave all of this in. And if you know Paul Black's stuff from online, like his comedy videos on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok, you know how funny he is. And if you have yet to get to know, I hope this is a fitting introduction. So without any further ado, here is Paul Black on Housewives and Me. My guest today is a writer, actor and comedy superstar who has over 3.5 million likes on TikTok alone. I didn't crunch the Instagram and Twitter numbers, but they're equally impressive. And he's written the sketch special Pity Party for BBC as well, which if you're in the UK, you can catch that on the iPlayer as well. I'm very excited to say, Paul Black, welcome to Housewives and Me. Hello, welcome. Thanks for having me. (laughs) This is very exciting because... I keep finding there's people who I like follow and enjoy online and they'll like casually mention they watch Housewives and like the aside from having a podcast just the Housewives fan of me my antenna goes up I'm like wait someone else I like watches this show so I'm very excited to find out that you just watch Housewives in general oh yeah like honestly I've spent so much of lockdown watching Housewives every day and it's annoying because I used to be like I want to watch at the start of lockdown I was like I want to watch a good film every day like at least <laughs> yes an art film I have, I have the time to do that um you know like that this is the time to watch stuff and all i've watched is housewives but it's still i'm not i'm not discrediting housewives because of course it's incredible so it makes up for it true and it, it's art in its own way so is that how you got into housewives is it during lockdown or were you watching from before i used to watch it like back in the day like Really, my mum would watch it and my sister would watch it and it was just on TV and I'd kind of go in and out. I actually used to watch New Jersey for a bit with my oh. sister and then I've kind of lost, I don't know, I like it's been a very long time since I watched it and I watched Atlanta back in the day in the Kim Zolciak days. <laughs> but then I, I've kind of, in, in lockdown, I really, really got into Beverly Hills and just watched it all. And my flatmate moved on to Atlanta and I was like, hmm, I'm not really sure if like I can be arsed watching a full new franchise. So I kind of dipped in and out when she was watching it. But then it's just like, I just watch, I'm up to date with Atlanta now as well. So the only wow. sadly not up to date with is New York. I think I'm only up to season eight of nine of New York. Okay. So what is it on now? It's on like... I want to say 13 now. <laughs> See you in a few years. Yeah, I've got to catch up on, but I will. I will do that. It's funny you mentioned New Jersey because we were, I was getting ready for this and I asked you what cities you watched and you didn't mention New Jersey, but in my head, I actually thought this vibe of New Jersey is not unlike the kind of comedy you do that's very much about family and your mum and your dad and like, you know, that kind of stuff. Like in a weird way, New Jersey kind of fits with your style of comedy. Oh, well, thank you because New Jersey is so chaotic <laughs> I don't mean the state in general, I do mean the franchise. It's just so chaotic and it is, yeah, it's what I loved about it in the beginning anyway, it just feels like one family almost, like it's a big family drama, which, yeah, I absolutely love and, like, sorry, how iconic is it, the whole prison thing? Like, see that, I think the producers must have just been like, thank fuck when Teresa and her mans were going to prison, like, you can't write it. I know my friend Lindsay is always sending me like a new show because she got like I'd go around to her house we used to write together and I'd go around to her house and I'd just be like lifting my coffee up of a housewife's like coaster and (laughs) just art housewife's artwork around her flat and she really played a big part in me getting into housewives and then she just sends me new shows she's like you need to watch Shaz of Sunset you need to watch Below Deck you need and I'm just like okay I will but like this is really, it feels, I don't know why it's such a, because I hate the term guilty pleasure, because if you like mm-hmm. it, you like it, but let's, let's get rid of the shame around loving housewives. I don't imagine anyone watching, listening to this has shame. <laughs> no, this <laughs> is, I think, a space where people have cast off their shame, but I know what you mean. It's, it's a weird, like, 
I know exactly what you mean. You still feel like I shouldn't be watching this. Does this have merit? And it's funny, I think, in a weird way, because I've talked to so many different kinds of people about the shows just doing this, you realise like it does have merit more just as much as any piece of kind of popular culture. Absolutely. And for me, reality TV's always been like that. Like Big Brothers, like I always thought if I didn't make it in the comedy world, my even do you know what listen, say if I became a really successful writer, filmmaker, whatever, I won an Oscar, won an Emmy. I still wouldn't feel like my life was complete because I'd never been on Big Brother. <laughs> That's always been the dream. So for me, reality TV has always been so... It's so good for comedy as well. You're right what you mm. said about like New Jersey earlier. It, it really is the funniest thing. Like, because it's not scripted, even when it's like semi-scripted, it's just relying on huge personalities, which I just think is so entertaining. There's no shame. Reality TV is just good. It's as simple as that. We're going to put that as like a strap line on the Hey You posters. It's just good, Paul Black comedian. Um, Has it, like, does it ever inform your writing thing? Because I had Elizabeth Day on the show a while ago and she said that she used to watch certain housewives or certain reality shows to kind of get like different slices of life to inform like fiction writing. So do you ever find yourself kind of writing kind of sketches? Because you do sketches online, but you write stuff as well. So like, do you ever write things and go, God, there's an element of a reality TV character in there from what I've seen before? Absolutely. I've just been in the process of writing something and uh, like one of the main characters is basically Lisa Renna. Like it's <laughs> it's so, I got to get so much inspiration for it. And a lot of stuff I used to do before I made like TikToks was like kind of mockumentary comedy. And it was um, so much that is just basically reality TV. Like uh, everything about it is, it is kind of borrowed from that format. And it, I just think it's the funniest thing. And that's why it's, I definitely implement it into comedy 100%. Like, I don't think I would be able to make certain types of comedy without having watched reality TV. And that's why I'm so excited when new episodes of Housewives come out because I'm like, there's more, there's more, it's endless. Like, there's more material en route to me right now. Thank God Beverly Hills has finally started back. It was a huge void in my life for a while. As we were chatting, we've had the premiere of season 11 and obviously all the chat about what's going to happen or what's not going to happen. So as we launch into a new summer of Beverly Hills, which is amazing, venues opening great, but Beverly Hills being back even better. What did you think of the premiere and do you have any like expectations or where the season might go? Well, first of all, I even got this from the trailer. I am obsessed with this like ultra dramatic cinematic turn it's taking like you know that and we actually mm-hmm. haven't seen it in the show yet but it was in the preview of a uh, i think it's erica and garcelle just sitting on like a mound in the desert yes like, yeah that like, shot was crazy i was, I was like, like who filmed this they're really, they're really employing like cinematographers here they're amping it up and i'm loving that extra layer of drama but um this the premiere was good i thought it was like like first episodes there's never too much going on I know that the Erica drama is going to punctuate this season. I can you can tell that already, and I'm so excited because I need to know. Like I don't believe for a second that Erica. Sorry, no, if, I don't know if Erica Jane's going to sue me for this podcast. She definitely listens, but I, <laughs> I don't. She for does. A second, believe that she didn't know about the the embezzling of funds, but um, I can't wait till we get into that. But I'm trying to be patient because the first episode, I was like, right, it seems like Erica's still in love with her man. She's not really mentioning him. Like, we haven't really touched on that yet, and I'm ready because the preview just looks so good. And I love when, see when Erica has her, like, insane anger moments, like, in the trailer where she's like, or what? Mm-hmm. Or what? <laughs> it's the way her face goes, she gets so angry. I can't wait till that happens. But I know, do you remember when they were in um, Hong Kong, when she was being really mean to Zorate for no reason? Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, she was doing that face again. And I was like, it's like when that face comes out from it, from Erica, you just know that we're going to get a good few episodes out of it. <laughs> it's going to be a good few bits of drama just from the gritted teeth. And she's not doing any press for the show at the moment. They were all on Watch Happens Live without Eric and Andy Cohen at the oh. top of it went. Erica's not doing press at the moment. I was like, bitch, what's in these next four to five episodes if they're not doing press? Like, what are we in for? Well, I thought she was going to leave. I assumed she wouldn't be in it. But like, I don't know, but I guess it, um, the producers are glad she is. But if I was her, I would rather be in it and get to like, at least pretend I wasn't involved in it and have my say than just like other people decide because people like me have already decided. To- <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, some people have drawn their own conclusions. Yeah, and I have. But um, I'm ex- so what do you think about 
new cast members. Like obviously now we've officially sat in as officially a housewife, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and Crystal Minkoff, great name. Um, I love hearing it in a Scottish accent. I have to like, say it, it has a certain Minkoff. ring to it. <laughs> uh, it does sound good, and it's got that's true. Um, I thought Kathy would be holding a diamond, but she's not. She's the mm-hmm. end of the show still. Kathy Hilton sounds like Mrs. Incredible, the actress. Holly Hunter, who voices Mrs. Incredible. Oh my Kathy God, she Hilton does. The yeah. They're the same. That's all I have to say. So what if they ever about the newbies? If they ever do uh, a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills movie, they have one person cast already. Um, I think I think Kathy is a friend of because she probably said, look, I don't want to. And, you know, she came off pretty badly in that Paris Hilton documentary. And I feel like she's like, drop me in for the few bits with my sister. I'll be a funny kind of kooky side character but i don't want to show this this in my personal life i think sutton i'm excited to see what her storyline will be other than her beefing with people because as i mentioned watch happens live but i watched that episode of all of them and sutton said certain things and you because they were doing this thing where they were all on zoom so you could kind of see them all reacting at the same time and sutton would kind of say certain things and you'd see like lisa rinna in particular kind of twitch like i just think she's gotten some of the girls' numbers in a way that i think is useful Mm. um crystal i just enjoy so far that she is shady in a very matter-of-fact way like i don't think she's mean-spirited but i love how she's very bluntly like well, i don't know dorit oh i wouldn't wear that like that's refreshing yeah it is it's good to yeah she has direct and i suppose that that is in contrast with most of the franchise you know i'm i'm really excited to see sutton have more because see last season i think she gave us so much but wasn't like a main facet of the show so now that they've upgraded her but i will say I wonder how you feel about this, actually. I'm sure you have an opinion, nonetheless, about... <laughs> I always want Brandy Glanville back, always. But a few of my friends would be like, no, Paul, we can't have Brandy back. She's too much of a mess. The producers obviously don't want her there. I want Brand- Brandy Glanville back now. <laughs> I love how you just said, um, me and my friends talk about it as if you and your friends are, in fact, the producers. <laughs> like, you were talking about yeah. like you were in pre-production, Good guys. Team. We can't bring her back. <laughs> Well, we should be the producers because I would have Camille Grammer, Brandy Glanville, and I'd probably even have Adrian Malouf just for shits and giggles. <laughs> well, we should pass that word on to Bravo. We're like, we've got a producer in mind for you guys. He has big ideas. Um, I don't know. Do I want Brandy back? Yes and no. Like, she kind of said herself recently, she's like, I think my time with it is done. Like, And I think she was a bit hurt that after being such a big driver of story last year, they just didn't get in touch with her at all about this season. Yeah. But I feel like last year... They used her a lot, but it didn't really go anywhere in the end. And I'm kind of like, I am i wouldn't mind her pop. I like when previous people appear at a party in the background or have a couple of lines of dialogue, because it's nice to know that they're all in the same orbit. But mm. I'm just not sure what Brandy has to offer anymore. God, that sounds awful, but you know what I mean? Well, do you know what? I feel really sad about, see, you're just saying like it's nice to be reminded they all like, kind of exist in the same way. <laughs> I get really sad when I realise, and this goes with any franchise, that they're not really friends in real life. I hate accepting that or like that they're only really in each other's lives when they're filming for a lot of the time. It makes me really sad. Like we're all best friends. I wish we weren't like, not that they look like best friends on the show, but like, I wish they like, I don't know. Like, I don't know why that's, that's quite pathetic of me that it actually makes me sad that they don't hang out as much, but I just wish they all did. And I dream world all housewives would hang out. I, yeah, it's funny too. You can totally tell which cities there are real friendships and which ones there aren't. And Beverly Hills really has the feeling of um, <laughs> like a bunch of women going back on set to start work for the summer. Like you never, yeah. you don't get the vibe half of them would ever hang out if they didn't as have to. As they rap, they'd all in different cars to different places. Like not <laughs> yes. I, I think like you get the vibe of the type of girls that would be up for it. Like, if someone's like, should I have a wee rap party? There'd be girls that would be like, yeah, let's do it. Lisa Rena, Kyle would be like, yeah, let's do it. Erica Jane's in a private jet already. Um, like the second they've rapped. I think Dorit would probably be up for a drink after the rap. Who knows? I feel I feel like Dorit would be like, Kyle, I'll have a drink. And then she'd like bail after the first one. I'd be like, oh, Bubba's cut school in the morning. Bye-bye. And she'd be yeah. gone. Like, she's that kind of character who's like yeah. all dressed up for a night out, but then bails about 20 minutes in. Well, have you seen Dorit's latest obsession with TikTok? I've had enough of it. She's, all her content on Instagram right now is her making her own sounds on TikTok. Like the thing <laughs> that her, or her being obsessed with Louis Vuitton. It's like, we get it, Tori. Also, I'm just so intrigued by her accent. I know that's been a major talking point, right? But mm-hmm. I want to hear Dorit before. Is there any active footage of Dorit from like 
six years ago or something. There is. There's actually a video, and I think they may have played a clip of it on a reunion one year when they were being really shady, oh. where she's being interviewed backstage at one of her early swimwear fashion shows, probably about six or seven years ago. And she's got a full American accent. Like, it just sounds like a regular American gal. None of that kind of weird, mid, like, not mid-Atlantic, like, whatever that f- phrase is for that kind of accent yeah. that has the British twinge, even though the person's not British. Basically, like Madonna circa 2003. Yeah, yeah. Very Madonna, but it's like almost now like she married like Danny Dyer, so she's trying to <laughs> trying to adapt to that, but um, not going too well for her. But listen, I still think she's a legend. I love her. I really, do you know, I I think there's so much that I just genuinely don't. As much as sometimes it would be like we should not like some of the housewives, I just generally like them all. I don't think there's any that I like hate, or I'm like. Not that I would even say that if I did, because there's no reason for me to be coming on this podcast and saying I hate so and so. But I, <laughs> I really don't like my my flatmate. Absolutely detests Kenya Moore, right? And I love her. Wow, I think she's a fucking legend. She's a reality icon. I mean, I don't always like what she does, but I'm always like Kenya Moore is one of the greatest reality stars of all time. Like she's up there. She's not afraid to be a villain in a way that I actually admire because there's a wit and a kind of like flair she brings to it where sometimes on Housewives people come in and, and are like antagonists in the storyline and they're just ourselves with Kenya I'm like mm, she's kind of just being good at her job exactly and like what would what would we be doing without Kenya on Atlanta a lot of the time there'd be barely any shit happening so I'm happy for her I'm glad she's in this all-stars thing that's apparently happening or has happened but I wonder why so there's Luann Ramona Teresa, Melissa, um, Kenya, Cynthia, and Kyle. Did I say Kyle already? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, so why is there not another Beverly Hills in there? That's what I wonder. And why is there no Orange County? I was. I know almost said Orange County, Queens. Maybe I've been watching too much Drag Race. I think there was rumours of Lisa Rinna doing it, but like that it fell through. OC, I think, is kind of on a break production-wise, so maybe they feel like we don't quite know who the cast is of OC at this point in time. Yeah. Let's not. And all the OC legends that you think of are not actually on the show currently. So there's probably yeah. some kind of like, you all have existing contracts with this network so we can make you fly to like Mexico on a trip and it's not a big deal. Whereas if you to re-sign or whatever, I don't know. Because yeah. it's only like four episodes. It's not going to be a full length series. You mentioned Kenya Moore there. Are you up to date on Atlanta? And what are your thoughts and feelings on Atlanta in general? This, hey. this The show, not the place, as you said yeah. earlier. <laughs> well... Obviously, I've just read about um, Portia's latest endeavour mm-hmm. with um, Fallon. Portia with Fallon's man. Because, see, I'm just <laughs> watching that. I'm just watching Fallon come into the show recently and seeing Por- being introduced as Portia's friend, but knowing in my head that this is unfolding in real life in real time. And I just think, is that going to, that need, that's obviously must be in the show or the, like, they've just, it's just been, the, I wonder when they filmed this season because I wonder how up to date they are with the goings on or if this is going to transfer into next season. Mm-hmm. That's going to have Fallon as a housewife, who knows, but I am, I'm enjoying Atlanta. I always hate it when Nini leaves, but it's happened so many times you're used to it. <laughs> you just kind of expect Nini to come and go, but, um, Atlanta's pretty been pretty solid for me. I think with a like if you look at Beverly Hills and you can go like what is it, season four and five? Is that the ones where you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Um is that is it season four and five where it has or just four where they have Joyce? Yeah, that wasn't a great year. No. God bless. <laughs> but I think Atlanta's been pretty as much as I always want Kim back, I think Atlanta's been pretty solid for me. I th- a lot of people have been saying that this season's been kind of disappointing and the main drama's just all been about that party, like the bachelorette party, but mm-hmm. I've enjoyed it. It's been quite nice. And I like, always like to see my Queen Kenya doing well. <laughs> I think the thing with Atlanta is the bar is set really high because they've had really iconic seasons. So when things are a bit slow in Atlanta, you're like, yeah. no, I, I know you guys can be better than this, but I still... This season was a bit slow, but I still enjoy it every week because they're such fun women to watch and they're so witty and kind of like interesting. Like they're all a lot more dynamic together than other casts sometimes are. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think, again, I I think that I'm sad that they are not friends uh, offset because I think more than any franchise they should be. I like, because I think, I like to think that Cynthia and Kenya are actual good friends now i was doing my research today you know i followed you online for a while i've always thought oh my god this guy's genius he's so funny like so let me do a google let me see if anything comes up you never know and i came across a quote from a piece that came out recently that i think 
feels very housewives to me. So I'm going to read this to you and we can have a discussion. You said to the Daily Record in February of this year, I'm a strong believer in going on four holidays a year minimum so you can guess that the past 12 months has been very tough. Um, So that led me to thinking, Real Housewives, they go on trips constantly. It's a part of the show. As someone who's a self-confessed fan of travel, are there any housewives trips that you've loved or ones that you would have loved to have gone on? Well, do you know, I have been feeling this really badly the past the past pandemic. The past <laughs> yeah, a bit about how I've not been on holiday, especially when I've been watching Dorit just hop, skip and jump to Hawaii when she feels like it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like tier four extreme lockdown. Um but oh there's so many, there's so many, so many iconic traps. How to pick one. I do really like um oh I'm trying to think where they actually were now. I'm thinking of Beverly Hills one. Maybe they were in Hawaii. There's a Beverly Hills Hawaii trip, isn't there? Yeah, I think they went somewhere like Hawaii, like at the because yeah. sometimes they do a trip at the start of the season, and sometimes those are almost better because they're a bit more glam and they're not there as long, so they're usually in nicer hotels. Oh, this is really going to bother me that I don't actually know where they are in these different places. There's such a good one. I'm actually doing some googling right now. How embarrassing. <laughs> But we'll hear the little pitter-patter of the keyboard. You'll be like, um, well, let me have a look here, girl. Yes, it was... All right. Now, I'm reading an article, the top 10 housewives of Beverly Hills vacation destinations ranked by most drama. Oh, that's the perfect <laughs> holiday guide. I did like um, Hong Kong. God, yes. Yeah, that was a good one. What do you think makes a good housewives trip? Is it like, does the location have to be amazing? Does it have to be like they're in a fancy hotel or does it just have to be they're all together and drunk for most of it? I think what makes makes a good housewife's trip is someone just missing their flight and looking at Kim Richards. Someone <laughs> being late, like missing their flight completely, turning up a few days later. I think it's always good when they bring their husbands, even though I, a lot of the time I'm just like, shut up, I don't care about them. But they do incite a bit more drama sometimes. I think when the husband's there, they, I don't know, maybe they get a bit of a confidence boost and they start acting up more. Do you know who I was really obsessed with when Kim brought our gay bull mastiff man? I can't remember his name. But do you remember Brandy called him a gay bull mastiff? Oh, Kim Richards? Kim Richards, yeah, Kim Richards' man. When they went to Hawaii, she brought him. I thought he was a huge banner in the works when he came to Hawaii. A good trip always involves... Do you know what's quite good as well? It's like the first day when they arrive because since... Maybe this is problematic, but since they all love Zannies so much, they all seem to be absolutely fucked when they land because they've just knocked themselves out with some painkiller on the flight. So you think that they come off the flights a little, shall we say, the flights, I should say, uh, flights, there's a Freudian slip. Uh, You think they come off the flights a little elevated? Yeah, and that's like Brandy. Oh, I think that was Hawaii as well when Brandy came off absolutely fucked. And it was just the insanity that ensued afterwards. Also, any good trip involves Maurizio, my king, when he's there. Oh, sorry, I'm just looking at pictures of him right now. I love him so much. When Kyle was talking about that he had a bit of a mohawk during lockdown, that was hot. Anything he does is hot. Sorry, I'm going to stop. I'm going to, yeah, let's move on from me talking about saliva. <laughs> the thirst is real. You actually were mentioning earlier Dorit like trying her hand at TikTok and trying to make herself a meme and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And obviously you use TikTok, you're very successful on that platform. But can you like as someone who does like impressions and voices in your own sketches, like are there any real housewives that you can do an impersonation of or would like oh. to like try? I mean, I could only do Camille Grammer, but I feel like anyone can. You don't tell us about that. No, I was actually going to say a bit that's quite problematic looking back on when it's Taylor Armstrong's. Yeah, I know. Some of this stuff out of context and everybody yeah, like, really lol. Bad, and then you're like, But oh, that's the easiest Camille Grammer to do when she goes, you don't tell us that he hits you. You don't tell us <laughs> that. That's quite an I think Camille, oh my God, sorry. I've just remembered out of nowhere. How could I forget about the best trip ever? Amsterdam. Yeah, that was amazing. And that was a city break as well, when you think about it. Sorry, that just came to my head there. And I'm like, how did I not bring that up? Sorry. Yeah, of course, that has the iconic, you beast. Beast? (laughs) I love love the way Eileen goes, how dare you? She whispers. She's like, how dare you? She's really offended by the beast part. really see Eileen's professional (laughs) actress-ism. Yes. She's in soap opera mode. That's... <laughs> What's the thing she says as well? She says something like, I invited you into my home. <laughs> She's <Yeah>. livid. <laughs> oh, and also, I will never know. I think my most quoted things from all housewives history is just, let's talk about the husband. Because at any point, like when anything happens and people are avoiding it, I'll just have to say, let's talk about the husband. 
Like, <laughs> say, say my flatmates annoyed me because I haven't taken the bins. Let's talk about taking the bins out. Let's talk about the husband. Like, just so the most usable quote you can implement it into everyday life. Let's talk about the husband. <laughs> also, what was that random housewife in that season? She wasn't an official housewife. The sober girl. On Beverly Hills, I'm going to try to think. Um, oh, Eden Sassoon? Eden. Is that? No, that was... Sassoon. Leaving Sassoon. But it was... <laughs> I think it's... Oh, speaking of random housewives, do you know what I think I always laugh about is when they have them? Because Beverly Hills has quite... The, like, the quite cutthroat with flinging a new housewife in and then getting rid of them. I mm-hmm. love that when halfway through a season they made... Do you remember Catherine? They made her, like... I think her name was Catherine. Yeah, yeah. She made her a housewife for like half of a season, like not even a friend of the show, like because she was something to do with O.J. Simpson, I believe. And they, like, yeah. they threw her in like halfway through the season. She suddenly had a diamond. And I was like, this is just chaos. That the, the producers have been like, go, go, go. Get a diamond. <laughs> I just loved when they introduced Catherine and Lisa Rinna in full Lisa Rinna, in full Lisa Rinna mode, just went, I look at you. And all I think is OJ. And she says it in this really like matter of like kind of, hey, isn't that, ain't that something? And you're like, Lisa, that is so fucked. <laughs> One of my friends watches every, literally every single franchise. Like I'm talking like what the fuck's the new Real Housewives of Jersey, not New Jersey. Jersey, the Jersey, place yeah, in like, England. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, but there's a Scottish housewife on that. So, I mean, maybe I should watch that because I think, I think about all the time how I would love to, and not... Not as like a parody or a sketch show or, or like a mockumentary comedy. I mean, just literally that I would love to make a franchise in Scotland. I was actually going to ask you, that's so funny because I was going to ask you if they ever did a Real Housewives of Glasgow, for example, or yeah. maybe there's, a, what would that be like? Uh, or is there a part of Scotland that like me as a, a stupid Irish person who doesn't know their history that would actually be a perfect housewife city? I don't know. What do you think? Well, I do as much as I would love Real Housewives of Glasgow. I don't think we have the utmost, most like bougiest of bougie. I think maybe Edinburgh would probably, or like in Aberdeen in Scotland, there's like a lot of guys that move there to work in the oil rigs, and they're like fucking loaded, and they mm-hmm. go there with their loaded get their girlfriends live that that lifestyle with them. So maybe there, but I just wouldn't give a fuck about that. I wouldn't watch that. So actually, yeah, Glasgow would have to be, but I think. I think they've kind of tried and failed at having a Scottish-based reality show a few times. There was this thing called Glow a few years ago. If you can find... I th- I'm sure there'll be some of it on YouTube. If mm-hmm. you can find any of it, it's not Glow, the Netflix show that's about female wrestlers. <laughs> it's it's more, actually filmed in Scotland. It's more like Glasgow <laughs> Glow. Glasgow, ah. Like squashed together. Anyway, it was like basically like they tried to make like a Towie-type thing made in Chelsea type reality show in Glasgow but there was no money behind it at all um the casting was so bad it was so, it was like so bad it was incredible um it was just a bunch of kind of rich people around Glasgow but they're all pretty rough there wasn't any like posh people they were all pretty much like no money like owned nightclubs or like owned a salon and it was like filmed like the quality of the filming was very poor and i don't think there was a sound recordist like it was <laughs> oh, chaotically. and then there was just like fights on it and it was like you could watch it online but there was no broadcaster behind it there was no real production company i think one of the people in it like kind of just was like we need to make a reality show and i need to be in it so they like made a website and posted episodes on it but there was it was honestly like edited on windows movie maker I'm <laughs> like <laughs> I wonder if they're going to ever do anything with it again because people did become kind of very minor local celebrities on it. But I think Scotland in general is missing a good reality show. So maybe there, I mean, I think Real Housewives of Edinburgh sounds amazing. Like, and then, oh my God, you could do like some kind of finale party. One of the cast could be a rich woman who wants to become an actor or comedian and she stages a show at the Edinburgh Fringe and she has to go out in the street handing out flyers, I'm telling you. That would that's be... Th- See, I'm actually waiting for, like, Beverly Hills or New York to do a trip to Edinburgh on one of their city breaks. They should... Oh, that'd be amazing. They should do it. But also, if we ever made a Scottish version, I would need to be the... I would need to be involved somehow and obviously I can't be a housewife, so... <laughs> I'd need to be the Andy Cohen. You could be like, welcome to the Real Houses of Edinburgh reunion. I can yeah. see it. I can see I it now. I have to do that. I would, I, I simply wouldn't 
like it couldn't exist in me not be involved somehow. I simply wouldn't allow it. That's fair. And I think I think the public are behind you on that one. Oh, I've just Googled. Sorry, I'm doing a lot of Googling while on, on this call. <laughs> That's I've fine. just Googled about the fate of Glow, the Glasgow reality show. It says the producer of Glow has promised fans reality series will continue amid claims that it's been axed. I mean, this was in 2018, so it's definitely been axed. <laughs> so was just was it just made by somebody like with the camera crew in a dream? Like it wasn't officially commissioned by anyone? I think camera crew is a stretch. Um, <laughs> camera crew. Camera. That was quite singular. A camera, full stop. Um, <laughs> but it's so like, oh, you... Like, it's not even good. Like, in the way, like, reality TV show and people are like, oh, this is cringe, this is terrible, but it's good. This isn't even yeah. good. Like... That's what um, makes me obsessed with it. <laughs> I'm have to. I'm gonna have to look this up. It's got a Twitter account, so okay, okay. So there's it, it there's a paper trail. It doesn't follow me, which I think is quite rude um, <laughs> for anyone in Glasgow. Never mind the top Glasgow. Pirates, so. <laughs> oh, it's safe. You're like maybe it's better you're not back, guys. If you're not gonna follow me, maybe it's for the best. Yeah, if you're listening, you want to Google Glow Reality from Glasgow. I hope you can watch some of it. Um, but I wouldn't. Th- went into it more let's talk about real housewives of glasgow so we're thinking edinburgh is a housewives location that's interesting I um work. i would love glasgow as i say but like edinburgh would probably have edinburgh's just a richer place in general and it has more posh people mm-hmm. well-off people so like glasgow would have to be those people who have money because their man's like a dealer and now they've got crushed velvet palace <laughs> velvet palace which doesn't really but it's interesting see if you look at different the franchises i always look at like Be- i think because i started with beverly hills i expected them all to be like mega rich mm-hmm. but not every every franchise is as kind of loaded as the beverly hills girls i think they seem to be the richest i don't know beverly hills is definitely the most flashy and the most like like obsessed well whereas the rest of them it's like okay they've got money and a kind of quote-unquote aspirational lifestyle yeah. but you do see kind of slightly more normal looking homes or yeah. you would see like a course velvet sofa as you mentioned there yeah. so i don't know i think it's like i would be much more interested in watching a scottish take on real housewives than like a random spot like kind of more like you know in like england because i'm just like even as a reality tv viewer that's not covered as much i don't think no definitely nothing in scotland is covered on tv <laughs> <laughs> um, i wanted to ask you as well because you are like a comedy writer and you do sketches on TikTok and we've mentioned like Dorit and co trying to turn their hand to that medium. But are there any Real Housewives that you think are actually funny as in they make you laugh because they're funny versus laughing at them because they're ridiculous? A hundred percent. Lisa Renna is a psychopath and a professional comedian as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I, think, I think that Lisa knows how entertaining she is and I like that. I like when they're fully aware. Also, um, Nene Leakes is obviously one of the funniest people that's ever been on the fr- the fran- any franchise. I wonder, I'm trying to think with New York, because see with New York, I think that is definitely the most unhinged, you know, yeah. cast-wise. Like, even I was watching a clip from the new season the other day, and or the latest season, and it was just like a dinner party, and I think it was Sonia just being really, really drunk. Yes. And I was like, this is chaos. And she was wailing because they were talking about banks and someone said they were using a different bank to J.P. Morgan because yep. Sonia was married to the guy who runs J.P. Morgan and she's like, that's my family. I was like, you're not even married to this guy anymore. Like, what is your problem? I think that, um, I did I did think Lisa Vanderpump was quite funny, but maybe that's just because she was the only British person amongst Americans and Brit- British people generally are funnier than Americans. So it's... Um, or they just have a different sense of humour. Like, one of my all-time favourite moments in Housewives Beverly Hills was when uh, she coined the term the Maloof Hoof. <laughs> Maloof shoeline, and she was really offended by it. And I was like, sorry, that's very funny. I think about the Maloof Hoof just at random points throughout my day, so Adrian better get over it. But, yeah, Lisa, Lisa Vanderpump was pretty funny. Brandy. But I don't know if uh, maybe Brand is not so much funny. What are your thoughts on Bethany? Because Bethany wants so badly to be the stand-up com- comedian of New York. You know, but I also I, feel like she's not that funny. She's not. But she, I do like her, her constant trying. Like, cause I, <laughs> I, I know what you mean. She totally does envision that that future for herself. But I don't... I think the funnier housewives are just people that come across more natural. Yeah. Like, I, I think... I think as well. I'm trying. Like someone like Nene Leakes is actively a very funny person, and she and I think that's why she's been so successful out of the show. Just 
it's she's quick. Any our comebacks are good. Like a lot of people wish they had what Nini has. You know what? Nini's had a weird journey on the show, but I think that's kind of indisputable. Like she yeah. just will. Like people will always want to have like the impact that she has had on Real Housewives. Yeah. Honestly, the last reunion, not this season, the season before, I think, or was it the season before that, where she um, just, it's all, you know, no, it will be the last season, the the second last season, because she, uh, the the reunion's on Zoom and she just, like, puts her laptop down and leaves. Yeah. And then they just keep the camera up of, like, Nini's, like, laptop camera that's not facing anything, and they just keep that there for the full reunion. <laughs> And then they're like, oh, we don't think Nini, like the third part, the full third part, as you say, is just a shot of her laptop. And they're like, yeah, she's not coming back. I'm like, oh, she couldn't even walk back in for five minutes to say goodbye. I know. Oh, sorry, I love it. I don't care. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's very hard for me not to love a housewife despite their behaviours. Like, I just always just think, I don't care. They're giving me this entertainment. They're giving their life up in this show for my entertainment. <laughs> Frankly, they're all legends as far as I'm concerned. This is why you might be too soft to touch to do Housewives reunions because you, they would just be there saying all sorts and you'd be like, you did the show and here you are. Oh, thanks so much. Like you would yeah. never actually pull them up on anything. <laughs> I do think Andy Cohen's evil sometimes. I think he's got a real evil streak. He got, I understand he's coming from a producer of a reality show's point of view, but sometimes he's just like, I'm like, Andy, you didn't need to go there. You didn't need to say that. That was too harsh. But maybe you're right then. Maybe I'm not suited for the job. But I do <laughs> what I did like is when he kind of pulled up the Atlanta housewives at one point because I'm kind of obsessed with their incessant homophobia. Like for a show mm. that is followed by so many gay people. Like there has been so many elements of being like, Is that there is your husband gay? I think your husband's gay. Is so and so a lesbian? Like actually not just Atlanta now, I've throughout all of them t- tinged with homophobia, which I love. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> You'll be like, again, you'd be on the reunion couch beside them going, girls, I just love the casual home. It just fills my soul with joy. <laughs> yeah, it does. It genuinely does. And I just think, yeah, get, no, I'm not. I'm going to stop. <laughs> get in there. Call him a fag. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally going to say that. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe I won't go there. As someone who watches a lot of Real Housewives and is eager to be involved with a Scottish iteration one day, I'm sure you have thought about this, but if you were going to be on the show yourself, what would your tagline be and why? This is, honestly, I've been freaking out about this part. <laughs> I've thought of so many good ones in the past and then I forgot them. I remember, I really remember being at a party and reenacting like what I would do if I was like doing the full turnaround to camera. <laughs> what my tagline was. I've had really shit, I've literally had about 10. So I used to have a really shit one that was something like float like a butterfly, sting like a Scorpio, because I like ones that are really just shit. Like I think, I actually think they wrote that themselves because I know a lot of them, they simply do not write it themselves. But I like to think like, when a queen, I, I quite really said queen again, honestly, I've dragged <laughs> when, a, when a housewife, um, it clearly thinks they've did something with their tagline. I know that they've recorded it and been like, fuck, that's good. And it's not. Uh, yeah. So for me, oh, no, I can't. I can't even. I know this is like my one assignment I had to do before coming on here. <laughs> but I just no, it's funny. People get like stage fright. And then I always end up every episode. There's like a part where I just workshop with them. So in your oh. case, I'm thinking, OK, we have comedy. We have we have Glasgow. We have TikTok. There has to be some play on words well, there. that's exactly what my flatmate did with me the other day she was like right let's be and we even did like an online test one like and it was shit but there's like there's one where you can like i think it's on buzzfeed or something and you like pick like which kyle richards you are and then you pick mm-hmm. like a lisa van the pump tagline but it was shit but yeah so i work in comedy tiktoks oh what is yours? No, I have, we need to think of yours. This is, I feel bad. People always ask mine. I'm like, I'm the host. <laughs> People don't want to hear mine. What if like, Maybe I think some, something like, I think you could say something like, I make people laugh and I always have the last laugh. Like something like that. Yeah. Like, Yeah, that's true. You weren't feeling that one though. I can hear like, yeah. No, no, no. Sorry. I, that's, that, <laughs> that's not true. I just was thinking at the same time. I was a bit preoccupied. But that is good, and I think you're on the right track. See, I don't want to make a pun on Glasgow because it's too obvious, whereas I feel like because you're from there, you could be like, what's like some kind of turn of phrase or colloquialism that would actually lend itself to like uh, a tagline? Mm. 
I think I need a whiteboard. <laughs> it's like that meme of I think it's from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, that yeah, guy yeah. on the whiteboard That's doing like the diagram. <laughs> with all the pins and the thread. Yeah. That's what I need because I would never even just put something out to the world that I didn't believe in. That's such a lie. I don't know why I fucked. <laughs> that was so earnest as well. I was no, like, wow, what, okay. What a lie. Who can lie that easily? <laughs> um, I would never put, but I wouldn't want to have a tagline that wasn't great. This is my, this is what you can see here and earlier when we spoke about the impressions of housewives is my fear of, you know, failing or being vulnerable in front of people it's becoming very obvious isn't it i don't i should just be hitting you with my taglines okay so we're we're the tagline is tbc for now because yeah something to be like i could be like i'll always have you laughing but this clown ain't oh, i don't know fuck oh i like that or maybe something like or i ain't no clown yeah i was just gonna say like just because i make people laugh just i'm not your clown something like that like really like letting these bitches know like you're not to be messed with i'll make you laugh but i oh something about emily sandy <laughs> what why emily sandy? <laughs> she, has, she has that song i'll be your clown <laughs> isn't she scottish yeah. as well there yeah, you go yeah, it's all coming Glasgow. together <laughs> she she from Aberdeen. no she's from Aberdeen. <laughs> Um, yeah, something be like, I'll make you laugh, but I ain't no Emily Sandy. No, that's shit. <laughs> you could just sing. I'll make you laugh, but I ain't no Emily Sandy. <laughs> that's so, like, specific. You'd have to explain and yeah, produce would be like... I'm trying to get it into the... Or maybe, yeah, I don't know. There's something in, there's something in comedy. I don't know. Well, maybe we'll have to, as they say in the business, circle back on that one. <laughs> Let's circle back to that, because you can tell there's, there's something good brewing there. But it's mm-hmm. not quite fully formed yet. <laughs> the whiteboard will uh, the whiteboard will have to come out later on. Um, something else I'd like to ask guests. Now I'm worried that I put you on the spot with this one as well, but we'll we'll power through. Something else I like to ask guests, and I think you're going to have some interesting. I can already picture some people you might use for this, but you're throwing a Real Housewives dinner party tomorrow. You can have five people around your place. It can be. Real Housewives, friends of, you can do husbands, you can do side characters, but five people from that universe you'd have over dinner and why? Oh, this is such a good question, right? Five people. I'm getting I'm getting the notes app out. <laughs> just, I just don't want to, I'm typing on my phone. I don't want to say more than five. I want to be concise and have my reasons. So, right, first up, obviously we're going to have Maurizio. Okay, for thirst reasons? Because, also not just because he's the hottest man on earth, but also he seems funny and laid back and he would bring the chill vibes mm-hmm. that we would need and a joint. No, I don't actually want a joint. I don't know why I said that. But <laughs> Maurizio, but he would he could bring a joint for him, but not for me. And okay. I don't mind if could smoke at the table. I would, of course, have Brandy Glanville. Okay. Because she's going to make it. And I would love to sit down and have a drink with Bland, Gra- oh, Brandy Glanville. Grandy Blanville? Fuck. <laughs> That's your drag name. <laughs> Brandy Glanville. Um, Brandy Glanville would, um, would bring the chaos that would be fun for after dinner. Like, you'll have chill vibes. And then if you want someone to make it go south. Oh, and I'm honestly going to end up just listing all Beverly Hills housewives, which, because they are, I would have Kenya, again, yeah. because I think Kenya and Brandy together would be very disastrous. I think they would, they would butt horns, lock horns, butt heads. Butt heads, lock horns, they, they'd beef, they'd have, they'd have some have kind of drama. Beef. Or maybe I don't want beef at my dinner table, you know. But, <laughs> um, then I would have, oh, oh Lisa Vanderpump's assistant. No assistant, what do you call him? I've just remembered his name. No, I remembered him, I've forgotten his name. The one that betrayed her. Cedric. Cedric. <laughs> I need Cedric and Lisa. See, that's already five. See, I can't do that. Like, no, not Cedric and Lisa. As much as I would like to watch that unfold. And see Ken trying to beef with Cedric. But mm-hmm. um, I would I would actually also have to have um, Luann's housekeeper. What's her name again? No, because she's a legend. Is that the kind of long-suffering Hamptons? Yes. Or like wherever her house is, housekeeper who's like, is she like, oh, here we go, it's Luann bossing me around again? I think that she was a legend because she, I knew that she, I know she'll have all the tea. Rosie? Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Rosie uh, from Luann's house. <laughs> she, <laughs> I would have her on it because I think she would have a lot of tea and Luann and all the drama. And, it, mm-hmm. you know, and also I'd be like, 
Rosie, what has it been like for you? You must have had a hell of a time with that woman, who I do think is a legend, of course. As I've said, I like them all. I don't dislike any of them. Um, but also, see, now I was want Luanne to perform some songs for me. Well, you could have them both, and maybe Luanne and Ro- like and Rose. Is it Rose? Rosa or Rose? What did you say her name was? I think it's Rosie. So Luanne, <laughs> I can hear you. It's like like. Roseanne? No, fuck. No, she's not coming up. <laughs> oh, maybe I would have to have Jill Zarin. No, I wouldn't. Right, I'm just, I'm getting, sorry, I can't, I can't, I'm being terrible at this because I'm so chaotic in my mind. You started off saying, let me get the notes app out here. This is going to be really concise. And now you're like, my brain is melting. <laughs> then, but also because I'm thinking I'd need Camille Grammer there to dance. The world's greatest dancer. Oh, no. And also, I would have to... Right, I think I've went over my five people, but I'm going to keep going. I need to have... Um, oh, who's my satanic queen? I've forgotten her name. Carlton from Beverly Hills? Yes. How good is it that Carlton made it into the Lady Gaga guy video just by pure timing that she got I love in that. that video? Good for her. Oh, we I know, because she was a one-season wonder, but she got yeah. to be in a Lady Gaga video. I'm kind of like, that's worth five seasons of Beverly Hills for Exactly. Me. And also, we don't... I say this all the time, and I always tweet the video, we don't talk enough about Kim Richards on the acoustic guitar in the guy video. <laughs> we don't talk about that. It should be taught in schools. It should, that it should be broadcast worldwide on a regular basis. It's the single most iconic pop culture moment I have ever seen, and that is saying something. Just the shot of her going, when you touch me, I yes. die. <laughs> on, on the acoustic guitar. And she's like strumming it, like no idea how to play the guitar. And she's like moving her head vigorously side to side. I'm like, she could be, you could literally, that could be a meme. Kim Richards always on beat and she's like strumming to a different oh, song in each video. Absolutely. It's so, it's just perfect in every way. And I would have Kim there as well. Sorry, I've got too many people at my party. <laughs> but um also, who would I like? No, there's so, I, I feel like, again, I'm not doing myself justice. There's so many side characters. Oh, of course, Alison Dubois. Mm-hmm. Alison Dubois's <laughs> e-cigarette. Um, oh, fuck, there's so many people that I would love to have at this dinner party. There you might. Just for fun. You'd have to extend the table. One of those like tables you'd see in like your nan's house where you'd like, fold it out and there's suddenly space for like three more people. I feel like people have definitely answered this question a lot better than me and a lot funnier. I'm just too kind, you see. I just want everyone there. <laughs> you just want room. You want a seat for everyone at the table. I do. I do. Oh, but this... Oh, see, if I really delved into the... If I, if I re-watched everything before coming on this podcast, I would have a lot to say about my dinner guests. But Rosie... Rosie. <laughs> well, you've had a lot to say already. <laughs> You're I'll, like, I'd really have so much more. I'm like, we've gone I would have better <laughs> answers. I would definitely have. I wonder if there's anyone that's upset, like, got any sort of media dedicated to the husbands. Because I would That'd be an amazing podcast. I would rank the husbands. I could do that. Let's talk about the husbands. That's what <laughs> that could be the podcast name. I think, <laughs> I think you've run out of content quickly because people don't actually care. Like, that's why when I tell you I start watching Shaz of Sunset, which is about, like, a, pair, a group of Persian people in LA who are mm-hmm. thinking rich. I really couldn't get into it because there's too many men. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of Jersey Shore, which obviously I love Jersey Shore, but it was that thing where I was like, because I've been watching so much Housewives, I want, I just want to hear about the women. I don't care about the men. I just thought of um, someone else I want in my party. Oh. God rest them. It's, oh my God, why am I forgetting their name? Oh my God, are they dead? <laughs> yeah, wait, let me Google. My foot forgotten. Oh, of course, Jackie Vanderpump. God rest his soul. I was really worried. I was not sure what you were going to say. <laughs> no, Jiggy, Jiggy, the little sex monster. Yeah, R.I.P. Jiggy. Maybe you could have a nice shrine to Jiggy at the dinner, and like I don't know. Like, let's not assume any yours or the housewives' religious beliefs, but maybe a nice moment of a prayer or grace yeah, to Jiggy. Yeah. Well, I was actually sitting with some friends um, when Jiggy died. I believe it was around Christmas time, <laughs> and uh, we were we all, we all had a, had a drink. Mm-hmm. We were actually, really upset, and in hindsight, it was probably quite embarrassing because we were um, yeah, we were we were, cry, we were crying. 
<laughs> but we got we got over it. We got over it pretty soon. But, but you were all united in like, grief. I was like, guys, don't talk to me. I'm thinking about Jackie. <laughs> Do you remember who broke the news? Was it you who read out the, the news alert to your friends? Did someone have to tell you? Well, I was like, oh my God, guys, Jackie Van Pump's dead. And then my friend, Kendra, was like, Paul, oh, I told you that earlier. Like, <laughs> okay, I didn't remember. And then a few of my other friends here caught on. And yeah, there was just a bit of upset. It kind of ruined the Christmas vibe. <laughs> yeah. Not great. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just obsessed Where with the Where were you when Jackie Van Der Pump died? <laughs> I'm obsessed with the image of like, all of these are like a few cans and someone's sitting in the room and then like, yeah. well, that's ruined the night, hasn't it? <laughs> it did, but as I say, we got over it quick and we did forget. I'm still saddened by his loss because he was actually an alopecia legend as well. I don't know if you know, he suffered a oh. lot while he was alive. Um, despite living in extreme luxury, he actually been through <laughs> quite a bit. And he was, he was quite a, he was the backbone of the show. Like, who else's dog do you remember the name of? No one's. <laughs> Has there been another iconic dog in the show? I don't think. Oh, except from Kim Richards' dog. Oh, do you remember oh, the... Kim Richards' dog that nearly killed her? Yeah, the one that tried to chew her arm off. And oh, also Ramona's dog, who's still alive oh, yeah. in the most recent season of New York. Like, that dog is older than most humans at this point. I'm like, how is that dog still going? It's crazy. Have you had any like housewives run-ins like on social media or in real life? I mean, I know it's a long shot when, we, when we're not in the US, but just in case. I haven't had any run-ins. I would love to have a run. No, I don't want any of them not to like me. I would like to have a positive run-in. But uh, yeah, a bit of a long shot. Maybe I should start tweeting them. Yeah, maybe nice things. You could maybe be like, this super viral sketch that's a massive hit, it was inspired by you, Lisa Rinna. She'd be like, oh, fabulous, you know. Do you know what is so iconic about Lisa? It is just the commitment to the hair. I just think, like, I just can't believe it's real. It looked a bit longer this time. It was kind of mullet vibes. I was. I yeah, it looked it. like she... It was one of the few like COVID moments that felt real and the premiere yeah. was Lisa having hair that bit too long. I was like, oh, actually, that's relatable because a lot of you yeah. walking around your empty mansions are not as relatable as you think you are. That's true. I do. Do you know what? I love that. Um, oh, what I'm excited for this season of Beverly Hills is seeing Lisa finding out that her daughter's gone out with Scott Disick. Oh my God, because she was asked about that on Watch Happens Live and her first response was just to laugh. And then she said, well, I met him. He's a lot better looking in real life. And he's very nice. And he met me and Harry, but she was very vague. Like, I don't think she's thrilled about that. And I would I, I have Harry her. Hamlin at my dinner party. Harry's hot. I thought the way you started that, you were going to say something else. You were no. like, I would have Harry Hamlin. I would have Harry Hamlin. <laughs> <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> uh, well, maybe I'd... Yeah, no, there. I would definitely encourage someone to ask me to rank the husbands in hotness at a later date. I was about to well, off the top of your head, who is like well, in the so, top rankings? You know so who the number one is? Maurizio, yeah. yeah. Harry Hamlin's pretty high up there as well. Mm-hmm. Ken Van Well, not for me. Actually, there's not that many hot ones now. That you think about it, it tends to be that the housewife is the hot one. Usually, although do you, remember, you mentioned Catherine earlier, her husband, I think it's Donnie or Donny or something like he was stunning. He looks like oh, a male model. I was like, he, yeah, he was stunning. Um, there's some hotties like on Atlanta. Like, I think Todd is quite oh, cute. I'm trying to think. Todd is hot, yes. And yeah, who else Kenya's is Atlanta? Man, Mark, it, yeah, like he seems like a dickhead, but he is yeah, really he handsome. Um, I'm trying to think of Ramona's man. Is it Mario? Mario, he's good looking. Yeah, he is. I'm Googling again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mario, but he's left her now. Has he? Well, they're still in each other's lives because they have a kid together. So I always feel like one day they'll just end up back together, even though he cheated on her, allegedly. So, like, who knows? Do you know what? I like going down, like, a real rabbit hole on Instagram and, like, being on Avery Singer's Instagram. Oh, my God. Eight. Yeah. They... The kids being like teenagers to adults really freaks me out now because I'm like, I've watched you grow up in front of, like particularly on Atlanta this season when Candy's daughter Riley went oh to college. God. I was like, I've watched you grow up. This is so weird. Also Portia, um, Kyle's daughter, po- po- yes. Portia Umansky being like an adult and having Instagram. Not an adult, but you know what I mean? She's like four. But older, like yeah. has grown up. It's bizarre. Like even on the premiere when... 
Rena's like, where's your mom? She's like, my mom's upstairs. She's like, oh, I'm so over this now. Whereas she used to be like, hey, mom. I would love to be on camera. You can tell she's like, oh, it's the and last thing I want to do. And also the fact that Kale's father is 30. Like, that's bizarre. Yeah. Sorry, not bizarre. That sounds awful, but it's just mad hard to imagine. It's hard to imagine. Yeah, it's crazy because Kale does look good. Kale's new nose job looking good as well, I think. I know. Listen, if if you talk about making the best out of a bad situation, you're kind of like, while you're there, hon, <laughs> fix the old nose. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, you you watched you watched so you watched Beverly Hills, you watched New York, you dipped into New Jersey, you watched Atlanta. Is there anything else that's on like your Real Housewives watch list? Like, what's next on your journey watching the shows? Well, I'm quite intrigued by Miami because it doesn't exist anymore, and mm-hmm. it had I don't know I think it had maybe like four seasons, five seasons. They did three and it's apparently coming back like end of the year or something. Well, yeah. I, I wonder why it, I'm intrigued by it. I feel like watching it because I want to know why it's such a big city like that you would expect to have a really good one mm-hmm. flopped. So I think I want to watch it purely out of that curiosity. Yeah. I think you'd love the Australian ones. I think you'd oh, really like well, them. Well, no, I have. That's a lie. I've watched Melbourne, bits of Melbourne with Gina. That's not mm-hmm. yeah, legend. But I've I've just dipped in and out. But have they, have they got a Sydney as well? Yeah, they did one season of Sydney, and it's like iconically messy. But like, it's one of those shows where you're like, they couldn't have done a second season because they were all just nuts yeah. and not in a fun way. I would be the judge of that though, because nuts to me is good. <laughs> you're like Boys chaos. I'm in. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Like, some I think sometimes Sue Beverly Hills, particularly when you watch the first few seasons. You're like, this is really fucked up. Like, the the whole Taylor Armstrong Armstrong storyline, like the entire time she's in it, it's really fucked up. Yeah, you're it's like, traumatizing. Yeah, like this yeah. is kind of like I can't believe I'm watching this, but yeah. But apart from I do, I was going to book a cameo from Taylor Armstrong the other day because sometimes I'm just lying in my bed and I think I hope Taylor's doing okay. <laughs> I but I think she's got a decent a man with a decent amount of money. And um, she'll still have Kennedy. Kennedy's fifth birthday party was a good episode. Uh, why did you not get the Taylor Armstrong cameo? Was it just cost? Was no, it like, I'll no, do it another it time? Was, it was very, very affordable. Um, <laughs> the, it was it was definitely affordable. But I just thought in the end, you can't, I feel like you don't buy yourself a cameo. <laughs> like, you buy it for someone else. Yeah. Um. So I was like, you can't just buy it. Like, you can't just buy yourself and get Taylor Armstrong to say hi to you and pay money. That's kind of, it's a bit sad. But I just want, I want to know that I'm put, I want to put money in her bank account. I mean, because <laughs> I, I do, I mean, it, like, she deserves the world, I think. Maybe she just has a PayPal link and you can just send her a tenner. I would like to, like, I would like and be like, hey, Taylor, thinking about you lots. Have you got a, a cash app? <laughs> Wait, let me look. I need to look on her Instagram now to see how she's doing. I feel like, I think of all the things I'd be concerned about for Taylor Armstrong, wealth is not the thing on my list. I'd be like, yeah. how's her well-being? Like, she survived a very abusive situation, but I've never thought, oh, she's no money. <laughs> well, she's not posted on Instagram. Wait, what's the real Taylor Armstrong? Oh, no, official Taylor Armstrong, unverified. She's not posted since 2016. Like, how do I know oh. she's okay? <laughs> Like maybe you do need to get her cameo. Although to be fair, you've just said earlier that your friends watch the shows as well. So like maybe if one of your friends is listening, I don't know when your birthday is or you have any big events coming up. Fourth of November. There you go. Plenty of time to book in a cameo and get it back in good time and really finesse what what your friends want Taylor to say to you. Mm, Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, if any of my friends are listening, I want a Taylor Armstrong. Uh, cameo and I want to say just I don't even really want her to say like hi Paul like I just want her to tell me how she's doing I want to know what she's up to like what like because she obviously hasn't been active on social media I don't really have any updates from her in a, quite a while um, and it's been a long time since she was on the show I think she was a friend of the show at one point a bit later on but probably still not for a long time so you just want to do a wellness check that you're going to pay for <laughs> Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Like, if you can get me a cameo and just, I want her to know that I'm looking out for her and I want her to just say, hi, Paul, I'm doing good. Or, like, I want her to be honest. If she's not good, I want her to let me know. My DMs are always open for Taylor Armstrong. Like, she, yeah, like I say, she went through hell and had it on TV and still 
had it like as part of the drama of the show like a really traumatic experience and it was like yeah. pulled apart in the reunion and of yeah, course Neil it... Grammer is a legend but as she says you don't tell us that he hits you like things like that, I feel bad even quoting it, but she does. Your your Camille is really good though. That kind of kills me. How good a Camille you do? I'd not have expected that. Oh, thank you. I think as well, like Camille. I think this is a really hard thing to do, but I'm going to ask you the same question. Out of all Beverly Hills, if you had to pick one as your ultimate favorite, mine's as Camille. Really? No, I think my ultimate favorite on Beverly Hills. I would like to caveat this with a, a little asterisk beside it because they may turn out to be a criminal. But as of like golden era before really? the criminality of it all, Erica Jane. No, yeah. I do think yeah. Erica's a ledge and I do follow her and I'm really happy that she's a feminist. <laughs> but she can never be the ultimate. Really? Of all time? It's just because I am so, like, ugh, people make fun of me for this, but I'm so fascinated by her the fact that she like before the divorce and everything her relationship with tom i was like what is this the fact that she bankrolled her own kind of actually quite good pop career yeah. for herself in terms of the songs the fact that she spends a fortune making herself look at barbie doll i just like i think rena and lisa vanderpump are sort of overall probably the mvps of the show but for me if it's for me for my personal favorite it, it has to be erica which is so problematic like again caveat caveat sure. this, this could come out and she could go to jail i don't mean then but you know yeah I mean? for now before do you know that actually shocked me because she wouldn't even be like i do like her but i mean she wouldn't i think most people would be above her for me i think the real real legends are camille Grammer, lisa Rena. I feel like I don't want to give Kyle the title of being a legend because she doesn't do that much, but I do like her. And a lot of people don't. Um, yeah, people don't like Kyle. Bra- Brand- Brandy, Camille, Lisa, Rena. 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 I always say that wrong. Rena. I would say Rena, but that's probably just like an accent thing as well. Rena. Yeah, Rena. <laughs> Lisa, Rena, Brandy Glanville, Camille Grammer. Cast in the Charlie's Angels reboot. <laughs> that's what that's what Elizabeth Banks thought she was doing, but she wasn't doing. <laughs> uh, we have covered a lot of ground, a lot of very chaotic ground, but I've loved every second. But before we wrap up, where can people find your stuff online and your work and all that kind of stuff? So you can find me on TikTok at Paul Black, but the L in Black is a capital I because I'm a dumb bitch. Um, <laughs> on twitter with the exact same handle instagram which is paul black underscore and also if you're feeling really generous on cameo you can find taylor armstrong <laughs> you can pay her to just find out how she is and send it directly to me <laughs> i thought you were gonna plug your own cameo i was like oh i didn't no, know you were on cameo ball one because some people have messaged me but i'm like i don't want people to think i think i'm like famous that that i would have a cameo but if people request that i'm kind of like maybe i should uh, listen i have got like there was a week where i got like four random messages to do videos for people and i am not nowhere near the level of following you have online so like i would 100% do a cameo because you can just knock them out in an afternoon that's true but also and just you know what I don't care I was going to say what if people think I'm a loser I don't care I am and will you care when you're making bank I mean that's true how much do you think I should charge I mean I know people here who have like pretty big Instagram followings and I'm, this is in euros I'm not sure how it would be in sterling but like they charge around I want to say 20-25 euros so you probably charge like 20 30 quid maybe i don't know you need to look at people like maybe maybe the other comedians on the same like following them as you and see what they charge i did see we got one of my friends one from kim woodburn which wasn't even a cameo i think she just does them direct i think she's cutting yeah she doesn't want to give cameo a cut which is fair and hers were only 25 quid and i thought kim you could charge so much more nini leaks charged 400 pounds yeah some of the american ones are insane who is paying 400 pounds for a message from nini leaks the funniest to me is Caitlyn Jenner is well over a thousand dollars. Like, hey, it's Caitlyn Jenner here. It's like, who's paying a thousand? Also, I think Caitlyn Jenner sounds, even though I said that Kathy Hilton sounds is like Mrs. Incredible, she also sounds and looks a bit like Caitlyn Jenner, do you not think? Yeah, they're probably all going to the same yeah, surgeon. Yeah, I think when you're a certain age and you have the certain surgeries done, you look pretty similar. So we can find you on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Why is your TikTok name a different? Is that just because Paul Black was taken? Yeah, right. So basically okay. that Paul, I just wanted the handle Paul Black, which on Twitter, that is, my handle is Paul Biak. 
actually, because oh. the L is a capital I because I wanted Paul Black, but Paul Black was already taken by some egg profile picture with no tweets and no followers and nothing. Mm. Um, but so I wanted that handle. Maybe someone told me the other day you can write to Twitter and ask them. Maybe I'll do that if I can be arsed. Um, and yeah, so I'm going to. I'm going to fight to the death to get that handle one day, but for now it's Paul, <laughs> Paul Biak te- technically on t- but on Twitter you can do the capsule thing so it hides it, but on TikTok you can't so it just looks like Paul Biak. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. my god, what? Okay, so people, I'll put links to your social media in the show notes of this. I may not link to Taylor Armstrong's cameo profile if that's okay with you, but people can seek that's that out fine. on that's your behalf. Fine. Don't worry. Thank you though. <laughs> I know you want to support women, but I'm just trying to limit the amount of links. But I, I completely yeah, you don't understand. Want to go nuts. <laughs> uh, listen, we've covered a lot of ground. Uh, I've had a very good time chatting to you today, Paul Black or Biak. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming on Housewives and Me. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so fun because podcasts can often often be boring as hell, but when you're talking about Housewives, I could do it for years. Thank you. That is the ultimate comments. I'm very happy no to hear problem. that. <laughs> That was Paul Black here on Housewives and Me. I'll pop all of Paul's social media links in the show notes for this episode if you want to discover some of his videos. They're so funny. If you liked what you heard today, you can uh, leave a rating and review if you listen on Apple Podcasts. And if you could follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, that would be a huge help as well. And I'd really appreciate it. You can find the show on social media at Housewives and Me is where you'll find it on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow me. It's Connor Bean on those platforms as well if you like. We'll be back next Tuesday with another amazing episode and lots more great guests still to come over the coming weeks. But until next time, thank you very much for listening. Stay safe and I'll talk to you soon.